All right, here we go. I give you Krabby Land. Night greeted me with the sea of stars. Our eyes so flash of blues and greens through the night. It's just our I don't know how to, to open this. I was thinking, like, I would do the whole, hi, welcome to, but like, that's a life from the pool house thing. So I I guess this is a, a weird conversation with TL. That is the name of this, of this <laughs> offshoot podcast, a weird conversation with TL, where I, I sit with people uh, and have conversations about things that I find very interesting. And I have been trying to do this episode... <laughs> For literally, I think over a year. I'm sorry. Uh, it's no, it's not. <laughs> it is not your fault. That's how life happened. We had a pandemic. That's true. Uh, and there's a lot more now that goes into this thing where it's like we had to have this conversation. But uh, I am joined by. I'm gonna let my guests introduce themselves. The guests introduce yourself. I'm Sarah Case. I'm. I'm. I, I think the main guest on Weird Conversations with TL. Um, so, um, and I went to DashCon. Right, the tum <laughs> the Tumblr convention, DashCon. So I think DashCon is the most interesting subject of all time. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Like, we live in a we live in a generation where we had we've had conversations about like the Fire Fest and all these other failed conventions. We've heard horror stories from Magfest and PAX. Like everything else, but it just seems like DashCon was this star that just exploded so like violently, and then was never talked about again. And I I want to bring those conversations up again because I I think it's such everything about DashCon itself is just fascinating. <laughs> so how did you how did you get started in like like even like hearing about DashCon? Because obviously like I'd never heard about it. Um, just like full disclosure at the time, like I was in my, it would have been mid twenties, mid to late twenties. Right. Um, and I was, I was not a Tumblr person. Yeah. Right. Cause it was just like a generation, like my generation was like live journal and Zanga. Like, so if there was like yeah. a Zanga con. I would have been all there for it, but like dash con, I wasn't there. So like, how did you kind of get wrapped into dash con? Okay. Um, so, okay. So, so obviously. Um, I had a Tumblr. Um, I've had one since I think about 2011, right? Um, and I think in 2011, I would have been about 17. Um, DashCon occurred in 2014, so I would have been 20. Um, but in, so in sort of like the ramp up of Tumblr culture that occurred between uh, me uh, creating an account and DashCon happening, um, you know, I was obviously like a late teenager. And that was also mostly the demographic of Tumblr at the time. Um, right. it's kind of, it's kind of skewed older as the, the main user group has gotten older since then. But, 
Um, as you can probably imagine, right? Like a bunch of late teenagers um, who have who have who have Tumblr, which sort of overlapped with the the live journal set after a certain point, or like people who would have had live journals had it been a few years earlier, or had they been a few years older. Um, it was sort of it was sort of held up at least by a certain portion of its user base as sort of like a like a fandom hangout right right um right. and especially for late teenagers who are into fandoms these are probably not well socialized kids right their internet friends are probably like they they probably have stronger relationships with their internet friends than their real friends um not real friends excuse me real life <laughs> friends that's so mean uh, <laughs> Jesus. flesh flesh friends as, as somebody i have i've just Something happened recently where someone that I knew attacked me. What? Uh, online. Yeah, it was it was really weird. Uh attacked me online and used the phrase, uh, oh, you don't you care about your internet friends, but not your flesh friends, which <laughs> flesh friends. <laughs> I don't I, know what that means. My friends of the flesh. <laughs> I remember you telling me the story. Hi, uh, this is Robert <laughs> Beach, also the P and B network. Um uh, mm. talking here with TL and uh, yeah, I know, my I forgot to introduce current you. wife. Sorry. <laughs> Your current no, wife. You know, yeah, for yeah. now. Current, please, please say, please add wife, not current. Let's say the current, his wife, yes. Um, but current no, can yeah, mean forever, I, I mean, too. But yes. um, <laughs> yeah, I remember you, you, you telling, me, telling us about that story. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, people do get weird about like. You've oh, abandoned your, your online... synthetic friends for your organic <laughs> right. ones. <laughs> right, it's like your online friends aren't real. And I was like, I, I no, meant to real say real people. life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Internet friends no, are I, real friends. Fine. This is this is the position exactly. of my. I don't know. This is my position anyway. I'm so people sorry. you can see compared to like lines of code and and, and text through well, a, a dashboard and such. It doesn't matter anymore. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, L, L friends are your internet friends right now. So, who knows? Right. I mean, look, in the age of COVID, I think exactly. Internet Friends was proving to be the actual real winner of all of this. Honestly. Um, yeah, so to, so to answer your original question, um, okay, so so the prevailing the prevailing culture is, like, we're a bunch of teenagers. We are not, you know, we, we don't we don't have a ton of friends in real life. We bond with each other over fandoms and some of some of the some of the teenagers over, like, queer culture as well. Um, because that, you know, in, in, you know, 2011 to 2014, it wasn't nearly as normalized a thing to talk about it as it is now. Um, so a bunch right. of kids who are ostracized for various other reasons, they're kind of like, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could all meet in real life? Right. And this was sort of a meme on Tumblr before Dashcon was ever even conceived of. Um, there were little maps that you, <laughs> Bobby, I think you found one of these the other day, little maps about, like, what would Tumblr be like? Like, what, what, you know, if Tumblr had like a world map, like, like freaking Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones or something, what sort of regions of Tumblr would we create if Tumblr was like a fantasy island or some, or some shit like that? And they had like, right, you know, here's right. where the hipsters go, here's where the people who watch Sherlock go, and, and, you know, and et cetera. It's, it's not just um, Sherlock, but, but, uh, like, Super Hulock, Super the, Hulock, you know, yeah. the, the main fandom triumvirate of the time. Um, and there were also things like, you know, what if we constructed a Tumblr university and, you know, what, what, what sort of classes would we teach? Right. And some of them would be like, yeah, that's one of them. You sent me one the other day that was, it had like a blue, like a Tumblr blue background. Yeah. The, the middle one. No, one? shit. The middle one. No, no. Middle nope, one. Top that, that, row. One's, uh, that one's a middle, run, like middle one. Top row, top row, top row. There you oh, go. Okay. Oh, okay. Loki Island. There yes. we go. 
Loki oh, Island. So the, ah. the the continent on the very top, or sort of, the, I guess the archipelago on the very top, is the one that was the very first one that I saw. Everything to the south of that is a later edition. Oh my god, Homestuck being like a volcanic island with an eye of Sauron. That's hilarious. Yeah, Homestuck. Uh, as someone was... as someone who has recently, as in like early in the pandemic, gotten into the fandom of Homestuck. Oh, you dude. Know, it was always weird to me to like. Oh, that, that's a whole. That's a, a whole other thing. thing. That's I, a whole and thing. I, I hate to say it, but I literally was reading Homestuck since it since it started. <laughs> so that's another. I, I, I had like a friend, fandom ancient thing. <laughs> yeah, a mutual friend of mine and Robert, uh, our buddy Bibbs, uh, uh, his his significant other was the one who was like, "Oh, you should read Homestruck." Oh my god! Because I was, I think I was, I was talking about like I, I love, I, I like uh, TV Universe, and I like um, uh, 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 the Toby Fox game, Undertale. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. yeah. It's like oh, you should read Homestruck, and then right. I decided to. And yeah. then I just I, I went into a whole other world. Who knew? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they, so they put out like new content know. for that, right? Kind of like Homestuck okay. epilogue or whatever. I haven't read read re- 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 I never read the epilogue. Um, I will eventually. One of my one of my friends, one of my bridesmaids, actually wants me to read the epilogue, but I haven't done it. Um, yeah, and Wait, Homestuck was a... actually where Toby Fox got his start. Although I will say right. the the first several acts of Homestuck are not nearly as like compassionate in tone as Steven Universe <laughs> is, but I don't know yeah. how you are, but that's yeah, that's sort of a thing. Okay, no, so um, it, you you were back is, at um, Shipper Lake, right? Well, I was actually looking <laughs> at there's a there's a there's Hentai Bay. What is this? What is? Whoa! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. So okay. So as I was saying, I like I don't know if we can post this map in the show notes or whatever. But everything south of the northernmost islands is a later edition. Um, yeah. It, so I don't. It all the, looks awful. <laughs> yeah, Pico Island, Pico Island is not a fucking thing that was on this map or originally in 2014. Don't I mean, watch look, an anime it's... called Boku no Pico. <laughs> There's like, there's like literally, if you, if you, Robert, if you could stop on, on anime continent, please, for a second. Oh, no. There's some, there's like, there's like, okay, so. There's some some okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's some okay stuff. You see Sailor Moon, (laughs) RPers. I probably would have been in the RPer camp. Like, I I never did like the, like the posting RP, but I've I've taken part of RPs. Uh, Naruto was a big Naruto fan, but there's just Hintilia. An anime about Nazi regime, like oh, could you dude, date a Nazi? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hatalia was so popular in middle was... school. The girl, oh. the girl who oh. who introduced me to Tumblr was obsessed with Hatalia, and I never got into it, but I couldn't fucking understand it at all. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's literally an anime about hey, what if the Third Reich was sexy? Uh, and, God. And, and you could ship them. That's what the anime was. I, it's I, not great. I swear to God, I, I thought I read that as like Italian hentai. <laughs> no, I mean the, the hentai bay is right there. I know you have your hentai. It's right there on the bay. I mean, <laughs> Italy is a character. I mean, and there's probably like sexy art of Italy. Yeah, but but I what I was saying, sexy Bobby, boots. is is this this island that you're looking at was a later edition. In 2014, it was only the northernmost island. So if you want to be accurate to the, the see, super hula, the, the, the Harry right, you can Potter. See how much more yeah. blurry okay. and artifacted that island looks yeah. because that's the oldest yeah. one. If you want to be accurate to Tumblr There's culture at the time, Nutella you probably fandom. stick to that top. <laughs> a what? Nutella there, Why fandom. is there Nutella? That's, that's Nutella the worst was like con- a meme food at the time. That, you know, like, like bacon was for fucking, Reddit, right? I yeah, it. I mean, both both <laughs> suck. 
Both, yeah. both yeah. of those suck shit. Nutella-coated like, uh, candy bacon. A, un- oh, <laughs> a union man. of the two sites. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can tell it kind of gets older because, like, you see a lot of, like, 2013, 2014 stuff. Like, you see the Avengers Island. Yes. And is that is that cum- Cumber? Cumberbatch. Cumberbatched? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It sounds okay. very so sexual. So, th- yeah, so those are the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, fans. Although, they the probably should be... Yeah, I mean, I guess, but they that's an additional region added on to the Sherlock region, so I don't know why they get two right. regions, but whatever. Well, um, I mean, if you look over at Loki, they have, like, the Loki Island, and then underneath... <laughs> You've I, got the Rainbow Bridge. Tom, so I, I think that's Tom... Like, I, I want to say it's... Still, it has to be Tom Hiddleston, because the internet's, like, super horny for... But then there's pudding. And then there's pudding. And then I don't, I don't get not? that. That's probably, I, I, I you know, that. maybe Tom Hiddleston ate a pudding one time and, and that was very sexy. Who knows? I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, so 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 the Tumblerinas, um, as they were called, <laughs> um, you know, they, they although it wasn't all women, um, but uh, and, and Tumblerina, for that matter, was sort of a name that was not given to people who used Tumblr by themselves. It was definitely pejorative. Was. Um, mm. But anyway, for lack of a less unwieldy term, Tumblrinas would make stuff like this, like, you know, a list of university classes and like maps of, you know, where the fandoms would all go, um, mm. that people were genuinely enthusiastic about the prospect of meeting in real life and organizing our various interests into something that had something that was tangible, you know? Right. So, uh, there, so there was like a a meme about like what would Tumblr University be like and what would what sort of classes would we teach and this sort of became eventually um, the panel list at DashCon. It would be like instead of a university um, with classes, what if it was like a panel list at a Tumblr convention? And so a few folks decided to um, conceive of what was then called TumbleCon. Right. And they mm. and they started basically trying to organize this and to raise funds for it. I think they had like an Indiegogo campaign for which they raised a few thousand dollars. Um, and so so I heard about it when I when it was called TumbleCon. It was later. They later had to change the name to DashCon, as in like dashboard, which is the which is Tumblr's equivalent of like a newsfeed or a timeline. The, the, the home page. Um, yeah. Yes. Because because they couldn't they couldn't like basically. Um, they couldn't. They couldn't make people think that they had any like real affiliation with Tumblr, <laughs> right? Right, because this was not actually sanctioned by the website Tumblr. No, right? it was not. No, okay. um, and so, and so eventually, you know, like people, people were like unbelievably hyped for this because they were, you know, Tumblr as as a website was very sort of like positive and very buddy buddy and very like we're all friends, we all have the same interests and and this and that, um, and so everyone's unbelievably hyped for this, and so you know. I remember I visited my grandparents' house for like you know me and the, uh, the my my sister and my two maternal cousins like you know we all we all meet up at my grandparents' house at, at various holidays throughout the year and I remember meeting up with them in oh geez it must have been like Memorial Day or something um, because a date for DashCon had been announced and we were all all four grandkids hyped about going right mm. so. It wasn't it wasn't just like sort of a fluke thing. It was just kind of like we are a bunch of Midwestern teenagers with tumblers and we can feasibly go to this. And this seems like a good idea. Chicago right? is there like was... six, seven hours away. It's doable. Right. Which is which is nothing for a Midwesterner like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, so 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 we so we were actually honestly hyped to go. There wasn't if you know because the organization of it was concealed from us at the time. 
Um, there was no inkling that anything would, would go wrong, basically, once we got there. Uh, aside from, I mean, this probably might have been the canary in a coal mine if, if any of us were, like, older or smarter or had um, any idea mm. of, like, how conventions are generally run, like, not being teenagers. But, like, mm. uh, the, one of the bands that I was really into at the time, which was also popular on Tumblr, was called Steam Power Giraffe. And basically the the premise of these guys is that they are like they're steampunk robots and they do they they all have like mime training and so they they sing their songs which are all like original songs but also they do like these sort of like mime robot stuff while they sing which i don't know it's, right, it's just... yeah some shit like that you know <laughs> like literally the robot <laughs> it's you know it's it's more sophisticated than that and but in there mm. i think some of their music is actually pretty good even now um but you know so i was it's it's, it's kind of a gimmick but i like gimmick bands so um i was excited for them to go they were scheduled to go, but pulled out way ahead of the convention. So that was mm. probably the only inkling that we had before the actual day of that anything would go wrong. Right. And, and, and again, yeah, like I said, I think it's very famously, like, everyone, like, found out, like, this thing. The thing that's very, like, I think what's very interesting about it, and I think the thing that pulls me to it is I always love looking at stories of, like, fandoms and how fans can build things. I think fan fiction is great. I think fan works are great. And some of the, like, like you said, Toby Fox, where, like, his his fandom of both Homestruck and even of Earthbound, like, how it didn't be able to create such a, a, a transformative piece of art, you know. I, I think fandoms can create really great things. But sometimes, like, we all like to see the trash fire <laughs> happen, right? Yeah. So, like... And and it and it looks like that there was just so many things that happened that were just like, like setting up for these trash fires. And I'm just looking because we have like the the uh, the list of events from the <laughs> um, from DashCon. Yeah. And some of the stuff, honestly, I think I don't think that DashCon. I think DashCon could have worked two or three years later. Like, yeah. As soon as it like if, if it were to integrate into you into into um into like twitter a lot of people now are a lot older yeah um who have now who now have disposable incomes right, right. like um and then you're able to actually like have people who would have been people who would have been really interested in this event be people that you would have gotten into the panels right like right it, it would the, have been a regional convention in in the area right yeah Right. Well, I mean, think of something like they—they they were showing the attack of the, uh, the, the the attack on Titan, a bridge, mm-hmm. right? Which in itself was a bigger, like a bridge project from the Dragon Ball Z bridge people, where they got a lot of their friends. It just never really worked out because yeah. Attack on Titan is shitty. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Um, yeah. But like, there's, I think like. This thing could have worked, and I and right. I look at stuff like Magfest, right? Because Magfest is kind of the like the Twitter equivalent of of a DashCon, but just like it worked, right? Because Magfest is such a it's such a singular thing of a video game music convention that just spanned out and was like this whole thing. Now, obviously, that comes with its own pitfalls and traps, like with Magfest being closed out this year because of allegations of sexual abuse. And, you know, sexual harassment. So, I mean, there, there's always those dynamics in there. And right. I, I think that's one of the things I also want to ask. It's like, did anybody really know what was happening behind the scenes? Because one of the things, like, I maybe not be the biggest fan of PAX with how they run things and not liking Penny Arcade. But one of the great things about PAX is 
they do make a very valid effort to run these conventions like very very like rigorously and it's very stand like it's very like here's how everything has, has to go and it's not even mm -hmm. run by the penny arcade people it's literally its own thing it's, so it's like, become an institution like e even when like when like we went in like 2011 12 and 14 and so on like it was still mm -hmm. like it, it's it still felt like it, it was a huge thing yeah like there, there's, there's nothing that, that can topple it right so you you just think of it as like oh like you said you think of it as this other entity right like at this point it's as big as an electron as like an E three or like it's like a mini Comic Con but it is that big right um, so what was the what was the scene like kind of behind the scenes and did you guys like find it difficult to get tickets to this like what was the the run up to getting into DashCon yeah so so. I, I'm 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 telling you, like the run up to this looked completely normal to me. Now, granted, you know I'm I was a teenager at the time, but when I was getting tickets, you know I had just turned twenty by the time the convention actually happened. Um, mm. You know I had no I had no like idea about like how conventions are run, but also I had been to several conventions. You know prior to this, I looked it looked to me like legitimate convention, and you know to the point where I you know I was telling I was telling you guys like. The Sarah Zed video where she did a bunch of research into how the organization failed, she found details that I did not know until literally a few months ago when she posted that video. She found mm. she found like failures of the organizers and like, you know, records of what went wrong that I had no idea about, like to that day, basically, six and a half years later. Like to me, mm -hmm. I mean, Bobby has the panel list pulled up, right? Um, and right. people, you know, people this panel list is um, it's online that you can look at to this day, right? Um, and people will dunk on some of these, some of the names of these panels because you know they're very specific to to Tumblr culture at this time. Like, there's one that's it's mm -hmm. called like just British men with cheekbones, right? And it's like it's it's basically for like the fangirls of like Benedict Cumberbatch and colleagues. Um, and that's and that's one of the goofier ones. But like TL said with the uh, the Attack on Titan abridged thing, like a lot of these panels are not things that would have been out of the ordinary for any other like local comic con or anime convention mm -hmm. of the time period. Right. Like this looks like a legitimate convention. And, right. you know, Sarah Zed said like, you know, she said most of these panels didn't occur. That's, that wasn't true to my experience. Like most of the panels did occur even despite all the chaos. Right. Now, granted this, this probably is the final uh, panel schedule and there might've been an even larger one, prior to this that was that was pruned down with by people who backed out right but this was mm. the panel list that we saw i can go and i can look at this and i can tell you which ones i went to right um so this looked legitimate to me the ticket get you know the ticket acquisition process was you know i i i paid my money i received a ticket um mm -hmm. i literally did not know up until like yep, up until like the seventeen thousand dollar roundup that my that my ticket was not paying for a service i was going to receive and I also paid like a I I want to say it was a extra fee for the Night Vale show. Um, I didn't mm. know up until uh, Night Vale walked on Saturday afternoon that that ticket wasn't going to get me the service that I had that I had purchased basically. Um, there the like to me to me as a teenager with no convention experience but had been to conventions, it looked completely legitimate. Right, <laughs> and uh, it's. Okay, so there's so much. There's so much I want to want to dot off of there. Um, and there's just all the things. Like I'm looking at these panels because Robert has uh, been scrolling through some of these panels, and yeah. like there's some like like you said. I mean, 
book exchange and blind date with the book. It doesn't sound like a bad, bad panel, but I've also been through enough like conventions, like now being 34 years old. That sounds like a terrible idea, a terrible <laughs> time. But like you said, like it is, there is something to be said about being 17, 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old and in a space where you do feel vulnerable. And like one of the things about Tumblr is it was a, a, a nice safe haven for LGBTQ, LGBTQIA mm -hmm. people, right? Where you can go out and, and be amongst people that are like you. And a lot of people don't have that time to be that. So like you said, there are, there is instances to kind of just like not think about it. But uh, the Night Vale thing, <laughs> which is like the thing that everybody, okay, so I don't know anything about Night Vale. I'm just going <laughs> to throw it out there. It was a thing like at the time, look, I got into the McElroy's, but that was like, I was like, this is a bridge too far. Like after we get past the McElroy's into Night Vale, now we're going into a whole different thing, right? Yeah. Um, so just, very brief, you don't have to go into the machinations of Welcome to Night Vale. Yeah. You don't have to talk about, like, the, right. you the, don't need the, plot of the it. politics of it. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the high-level pitch on Night Vale to someone who doesn't know what Night Vale yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. So, so Welcome to Night Vale um, is the – prem the premise of it is it's a community radio in a town in the middle of a desert that's beset regularly, like, by eldritch horrors um, – like and and that's normal. Like that's just that's just the normal state of the town, right? Um, you know, creepy shit happens, funny shit happens. That's kind of creepy if you think about it. Um, and it's it's all sort of like it's all sort of narrated by a guy who is ostensibly like the the guy that that hosts the the community radio service um, in the town. And you know, he he just narrates the, like every all the weird shit that happens. Very matter of factly, um, his name is the actor's name is Cecil Baldwin. Uh, the character's name is also Cecil. Um, but uh, let's see. It became popular on Tumblr. I'm not sure why, but I think around the, the summer of like 2013 is when I started seeing a bunch of fan art for it because people were basically captivated by the like descriptions that you can sort of like imagine in your mind of what this town looks like and what the characters look like. One of, you know, one of the one of the things that was very captivating to people was that Cecil was never described. Um, and so it was very popular in 2013, 2014 to draw what you thought Cecil looked like. And he was inevitably like a blonde guy with glasses and purple eye tattoos and tentacles for whatever reason. Um, mm. So, and Tumblr loved just being able to just run wild with whatever sort of like fan art they could come up with us for the show. And also there's a, there's a cat in the men's bathroom named Koshek and he floats and people love drawing the cat with various like spikes and bat wings and bangs and stuff. Um, so, you know, people, there's, you know, there's, there's a whole cast of characters. One of the, one of the cosplays that was at the actual, um, the quote unquote Night Vale reading at DashCon was the Glow Cloud. And that, that's a very easy, but also fun cosplay where you just, you dress yourself in a ton of cotton balls and you string it with LEDs and stuff and you're the Glow Cloud. And then people say, all hail the Glow Cloud. And it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. so, um, so it was very popular with Tumblr at the time, but it wasn't, it wasn't the like big thing that it is today, although I, I feel it's sort of like, I feel it sort of peaked at a, at a certain point that was maybe a couple of years after this, but yeah, yeah, Bobby's, Bobby's <laughs> Glow Cloud Night Vale cosplay. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's just like, good ones. what if we put like a, like co cotton balls all over in an umbrella? Yes. Yeah, and you mm. see, you see all these folks that look like they have, they're blonde and they have glasses and they have like sort of a, like a suit with uh, like a purple tie and shit. Those are all Cecil's. Right. Um, mm. So this is this was like the fan and conception of Cecil at the time. 
let's see. Yeah, so Night Vale, me and Bobby have been to a couple of night, actual Night Vale live shows since then because I was so fucking bitter about not being able to actually see Night Vale at DashCon that we later went to the, one of their actual <laughs> live shows. And nowadays, right. even though they have less they of a listenership than they... sell out concerts, concert yeah, halls. even though they have less of, yeah. less of a listenership than they had in the past, they sell out, um, they sell out, they sell out music halls regularly. Um, but at the time, they did not. At the time, they were big mostly with the Tumblr crowd. And so, and so DashCon tried to book them. Um, but... I think I think they like they were promised to be paid by the Dashcon organizers and they were not. They um, wanted money up and front so, and they did not have money up front. Yes. Yes, they didn't have it. And so but the Dashcon organizers didn't tell the guests this and they acted like the Night Vale folks were going to show up right up until they were actually scheduled to show up and somebody came up um to the podium at the Night Vale like what was supposed to be the Night Vale showing. Um, mm. and said, like, uh, Night Vale just walked, right? There's, there's actually video footage of this because we waited, um, for ages. I want to, it was anywhere from like 30 minutes to Hey, this is Lynette from the Geek yeah, Gary, the and we're no here for the live reading of Welcome to the Night Vale. Hope you enjoy. It's 12.50. Uh, it is 12.50 right now, and they're still not here, so. Yeah, I was trying to look for you in this video. You don't know what to do. Yeah, I know. Nothing much is going on. A lot of people have real. Yeah, that's the book club. <laughs> that's, that's her. Oh my god. Everyone cheered for her because she was entertaining us and we were so fucking bored. Aww. Yeah, you're ordering pizza. <laughs> Chicago. What are you doing right now? Waiting. Yeah, I mean, you're long? right. You're, why would you go to Why would you go to a pizza? You're in Chicago. <laughs> go get yeah. a real pizza. Okay, look, deep dish pizza is something you get like maybe like once a month or once in a blue moon. It's not something you get like every other week or every week. It's, it's it doesn't replace yeah, typical pizza. If I'm going to a convention and I'm in Chicago, like, yeah, one in Rome, in exactly. Chicago, you got to get a. If I'm going to get Pizza Hut, I can go get Pizza Hut at home. I mean, it should be noted, this isn't <laughs> Chicago proper. This is Schaumburg, right? Like, you could <laughs> probably I, get a deep dish pizza. But, but, but to little teens, it's, Chicago deep dish it's pizza. basically Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's go a little bit further in there. Bob, let's see what Not happens. angry. Okay, so basically, um, how I know you guys have been waiting for an extremely, extremely long time. But um, unfortunately, what I have to tell you guys is that basically Night Vale uh, just walked. What? Okay, if everyone would like to collectively like groan and sigh together, that's what I've been doing, so we can take a second to do that. So on three, we're all gonna sigh together, okay? So one, two. Give me back my money. Yeah, that's that's the response. Yeah, more than extremely patient. Us, you know, mind you, we paid extra for tickets to this on top of our badges for the literally convention. Literally can't tell you guys how much that means to us, but what happened today was just a fluke, and basically, it wasn't. What this was, was after the seventeen thousand dollar roundup. Wanted everything up front, which, and they didn't want to wait until after their panel. Like we had to go around to the bank. Can you pause this? Can, can you keep pause this? Can you pause this? Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is okay. Now we got to get to the, like, we have to get to the financial stuff. Because, like, now she is bringing it up. And I I am not there. This is, like, six years. <laughs> this is seven, coming on seven years ago. Six and I am a half retro, years. Yeah, I am retroactively getting angry at a convention I'm not at. I know is a <laughs> legitimate failure. Um, okay. 
So the money. Yeah. Um, and like you guys said, Sarah Zed, Sarah Zed did a tremendous video on DashCon uh, where she talks about more of the money aspect of it. When did you guys become became aware that y'all there was nobody for this thing that you guys paid? Yeah. To more importantly, so this... who, who did you go with? Like, uh, you, what do you mean? You, it was you, your sister, and oh yeah. Else? So I so I went with my sister um, because you know because I like didn't have a car at the time like you know my parents drove me that's that's how young i was right my parents drove me up to chicago and there was like a arts fest that was going on at the same time that they just fucked off to do and that's that's honestly what my sister did on sunday because because she was also tired of the bullshit that this convention was happening but i i tried to stay in and get my money's worth such as it was until sunday uh but anyway so me and my sister actually attended my mom and my stepdad were doing something else but they were there you know they were there like oh honey and they like no no understanding of what the hell was going on um my cousin uh drove himself and his then girlfriend now wife was also was also with him so yeah so 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 um so all of us all of us were there i think i i didn't hang out with my cousin and his wife the whole time but you know we attended some of the same panels and stuff and he was he him and his now wife were definitely sitting next to us in in the the seventeen thousand dollar roundup but we are in that the infamous video of that we are out of shot so that's i can't tell if that's that's good or bad i mean on the one hand you can't identify us and dox us on the other hand like i can't (laughs) definitively prove i was there but i mean hopefully i seem plausible to our listeners i guess so (laughs) right so yeah so you got I've been to so many conventions, right? Yeah. I've been to PAX. I've been I've been to small conventions. I've been to big conventions. I've never been to a convention where they just stop and say, "Hey, they're going to kick us out. Give yeah. us money, please." Right. Like, how does how do you? Right. I mean, you're not the person to ask. Like, how do you ask that question? Because I literally don't know in a million years how you feasibly ask that question. But how, as an audience, how do you deal with a question like that? Right. Because, like. It's so, so wild. Yeah, so so the the vibes in that room are just like we're just in like incredibly fucked and just I I do not understand how we like just how we did what we did to this day because it's it, I I have no answer for you other than just like mob mentality, right? Because mm. um because you know, we as far as we knew, we were we were going to a convention that we'd paid for and everything was fine because you know, as you can tell from the Night Vale video, it's like all of the details about things going wrong behind the scenes were withheld from us, right? Um, there were maybe rumors going around a few hours before the $17,000 roundup that the hotel had not been paid and that something was going to happen, right? But you had to be on Tumblr while you're at the Tumblr convention to actually see these posts going around. And most of us were just enjoying the convention, right? Um, so I think, I think we were, some of us were in the middle of panels even, in the middle of attending panels, and we were all just like rounded up into the ballroom. Right, um, because near as near as we can that tell, ballroom. no, not, not the ballroom in the Night Vale video, but the the ballroom, the main ballroom, um, of the hotel. And near as we can tell, like the hotel was promised a certain amount of money, um, b- based on a certain amount of anticipated attendance that never happened. Right, so DashCon was very very short on its bills, and you know I don't I don't know like there was a lot of blame thrown around between the DashCon staff and the hotel about who was asking for what money and who violated their contract and what. Um, but what, what we were told was exactly that, that the, the DashCon needs $17,000 to continue or we're all getting kicked out, right? Um, mm. And so, 
And so basically they say, like, you can donate um, cash into this giant duffel bag or you can send them. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> into a duffel bag? I swear that to God, not... dude, the bag was blue. I remember it. Um, and, like, you can donate cash into a giant duffel bag or you can PayPal them, right? And... And like because we were we were all teenagers who thought that this was a valuable convention that we were going to and we were going to hang out with our friends and this was a good thing to save, um, they utilized a lot of like the popular like let's all come together memes of the time like fucking uh, singing we are the champions and like the fucking Les Mis song I forget which one, um, and the, the fucking school, Hunger Games symbol. Yeah, oh, just, the, the, yeah, like the three the, fingers thing. Yeah. Just like a bunch of like, you know, we're all going to come together and save this this poor, you know, maligned convention and these mean hotel staff are kicking us out, right? Here's, here's how old I am. Is was, was like High School Musical been too, would that have been too old or popular for it, that group? It would have, yeah, it would have been too old and unpopular. Mm, I don't know about that, that but okay. Bobby, you weren't there, buddy, man. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> True, true. I, I'm well, just saying the that thing. the fandom was still going at that time. Well, yeah, but I, there, there wasn't a significant presence of it on Tumblr. I never in okay. my life have remembered there being a fucking high school musical fandom on Tumblr. Right? I've literally never seen those movies. I was I was too old at the time. Yeah, it came out in 2006, though, bud. That was almost okay, 10 years I, later. Time is a flat circle. Never mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was too old at the time. <laughs> Fun fact, half those people in that movie are older than me. Oh, I God. found out the other day, Ashley Tisdale is like legitimately like months older than me and i didn't i didn't Holy know that shit. i was like yeah oh, i feel old as shit uh, she yeah. has a daughter yeah. cool yeah yeah she yeah she's currently pregnant isn't that isn't that fun yeah, uh, but no that that's that's so wild to me so the thing is even though that's it's crazy that they got that they made they they right. made the 17,000 right yeah so that's that's what they told us and people have People have, I mean, like I said, the internet historian has gone back and tried to estimate the amount of people in that room and estimate the average donation. Um, and he came to the conclusion that they couldn't have possibly received all of those donations from all of those people in order to get $17,000. He assumes that there may have, they may have gotten money from other sources, like, like reneging on paying for people's hotel rooms and stuff, which is plausible. Uh, but either way, mm -hmm. they came up with the money, right? And so that's that's where that video comes from is, you know, we are all cheering because we came up with the they, they came up with the money and, you know, we assumed that we had done a good thing and like saved saved the convention. Right. Which we still up until that point thought was something that we wanted to be at. <laughs> right. 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 And right. like it wasn't it literally wasn't until and this happened very rapidly. It wasn't until that video was circulated on 4chan especially, but other websites as well um, with the sort of overtone of mockery. Right. That we right. realized that this was a stupid thing that we had done, mm -hmm. that we had been roped into, um, that we had essentially been duped. We hadn't done a good thing to, to save the convention and hang out with our friends. We had been scammed. Right. And that's right. that's sort of a, a uniquely sort of like innocence breaking moment because, right. you know, not only is it happening to you and your friends, it's also happening where the entire Internet can see you. Right. And it right. felt it felt at that moment like the entire Internet was laughing at you. And like I said, like I am not identifiable in that video, but it doesn't change the fact that the convention was just fucked after that point, even even though it continued right. to go on for two more days. Like um, it became apparent after that point that there were people who were posting things to 4chan um, 
just like while they were at that convention, like specifically to mock us. Uh, like they would they would take videos of people like hanging out in the ball pit and their cosplays because they had fuck all better to do, and just like just fucking um, just yell shit like death to Israel because I guess that's funny to four chan. Um, yeah, or no, they would four chan. Or literally, it's literally a hive of scummery and, and, and yeah. pieces of shit. Like, right. You know, yeah. and they would take pictures of people's cosplays explicitly to make fun of them. Like, that happened to my cousin and his wife. Um, mm. And so, and, and then, you know, you, but you still wanted to go to the convention because you'd paid good fucking money to be there. Not only, like, not only my, my badge, my Night Vale ticket, and the money that I fucking donated in that stupid duffel bag, right? Which I never got to spend at the al artist alley, which was another issue. Is none of the artists were ever paid because all of their potential revenue was given was donated to the convention. Um, right. They saw like, the attendance you know, and bounced, and then right. Yeah. It, it's... Yeah, but so so we paid. You know, we paid good fucking money to be there, and we wanted to enjoy it. But at the same time, you knew that you were being surveilled by people who wanted to make fun of you. Right. Right. Which doesn't <laughs> happen with a lot of like oh like. Um, like in Columbus, there's a, there's there's a, there's a couple of regional conventions and ones that are just like, oh yeah, this is just Columbus's little like let's let's rent out like a hotel ballroom here and it's just just hang out and like sell some yeah. like use use games and and so on. Right. Something real small. We're, we're like you would expect that type of stuff out of that that type of convention. Where, right. But, but not, like... not, not that not the actual begging, but just like something like really low rent is just renting out a, 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 a hotel room yeah. for, for a little bit just, just to hang out. Right. And that's the thing though, is this, like, it seemed to me if it weren't for the organizational and financial failures, like this was not out of the ordinary for me as a small starting convention, right? Cause I'd been to other mm. small starting conventions, right? This could have been normal if it weren't for the, like the, the $17,000 thing and the, the sort of like mass internet surveillance. Right. Mm -hmm. And people do mm. dork shit at conventions all of the time, all of the yeah. goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I, re I remember the first time I saw free hugs, it was like, uh, what are you doing? What right. Are you, what are you doing? And like the Yowie paddle, like, Oh God. Yeah. The conventions are in itself, like they're door cubs. You it, get to you go there yeah. and you get to be dorky, yeah. and that's that's the exactly. thing. That's the yeah, premise, yeah. right? Um, you know, but but if, if but you know if you were to con at this particular convention, it's like suddenly not not it was not a safe space for you to be dorky as as you fucking wanted to be. It was a place where mm. you could not you could not do the dork shit that you had paid to do because like now you're going to be made fun of and now it's going to be plastered across the entire internet. What did your know. parents think of it when they were there they, as it was <laughs> happening? Well, so they 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 weren't like there. They maybe they they were like there for maybe like an hour on like Friday afternoon before anything happened. And then they bounced to go mm. do their arts festival. Um, but they they were freaked out after the $17,000 thing because, um, you know, they they effectively it was like a, a sort of like a, a light barricade in that ballroom. Like, oh, they, 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 God, we were, they, they herded us all in there after, like, after, you know, after being in the middle of panels, most of us, like I said, um, yeah. and some people tried to leave, including my sister, right? And there were like, like guards, or I don't know if they were staff or volunteers or what, but they didn't want her to leave. And she basically said, you can't legally keep me here. And they were like, shit, you're right. And they let her out. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> your sister. Like, yeah, yeah, basically, honestly. Um, and, you know, and there were there were a bunch of, like, 4chan jokes going around about after the $17,000 roundup um, about, like, oh, we should have we should have just, like, gassed everyone in there or whatever. And my my parents, being Jews, 
we're we're obviously very alarmed by this like you know they rounded up my kids like illegally in this ballroom to extort them and you know there's jokes online about people gassing them like what the fuck (laughs) right um but you know but they and they so when my sister just wanted to bounce and just do do the rest of the arts fest with them they totally they totally um you know they, they totally let her and condoned that and but you know I wanted, like, but I, my dumbass wanted to stay because I wanted to get my fucking money's worth. But I <laughs> was just, like, driving myself nuts with, like, trying to watch these 4chan posts and make sure that no pictures had been taken of me that I didn't want, that I wasn't enjoying the convention at all. And, that, and they were just kind of like, you know, because we'd all, like, meet up at the same hotel room at night. Um, and they were just kind of like, you know, Sarah, you got to stop, right? Like, you're not enjoying this, you know? <laughs> So they did the best they could, but because I because I wanted to stay and because we were seven hours from home, like there wasn't much we could do aside from just pack up and leave in the middle of the convention, right? Mm. One final what? question concerning what? us: yeah. How much money did you give them? Hundred dollars. Okay. So, so that's literally, that's... so for for a teenager, that's a lot. Well, I, yeah. you know, yeah. even for like an early twenty-something who has no income because it, I I was just literally in my first year of college at that point. Um, but at the same, like, and at the same time, that would have been probably my budget for buying like merch or something, right? That was exactly the budget that I had. And so that, you know, and literally imagine my case repeated about like, you know, 500 times or, you know, that's, that's the assumed attendance of this convention. Um, you know, imagine, imagine people all donated about that much money and that was their artist alley budget. Right. And so that was the demise of the artist alley was that. That that money that people would have spent at the convention was directly translated to the donation. Um, right. I should also note that they offered to refund people um, after the convention, and this never happened for anyone, as far as I know. Uh, like the, the not the, even the Nightville, not even the Nightville. No money. No for none of it. Not not the donations. Not the Nightville tickets. Wow. Not the badges. None of it. Um, and like, I can somewhat understand this because like the, the nature of the fucking cash donations in the duffel bag, you couldn't ever verify right. that anybody Where's had the receipt for that. Yeah. Yeah. That money, right. You threw that money in a fire. That was, you were <laughs> never getting that money back. Yeah. But, but, but my cousin donated like a similar amount via PayPal and I don't think he was refunded either. I think, I think that was also the, the cue for, for me to donate a hundred bucks. Cause I don't know that I would have donated a hundred bucks, uh, just out of the blue. Um, but and I don't want to blame my cousin either because he's a nice dude. He's chill. Um, but I think mm. he might he probably had more money than me. And so he donated 100 bucks. And I wanted he to was see a little like older I too, was. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's not. He's actually a year younger than me. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But he, you know, I wanted to seem like I was doing the good thing too. Right. And so I donated, I donated my 100 bucks. And that was that basically. That was the, mm. that was all the money that I had. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> I never, got, I never saw it again. Uh, of course. <laughs> All right, um, the ball pit. The ball pit. The ball, the ball pit. pit. The ball pit. So I, <laughs> I am astonished. I am frankly astonished that the ball pit is the meme that people remember, and not the seventeen thousand dollars thing. Like the seventeen thousand dollars thing is sort of remembered as like, like an add-on to the ball pit. Like people say it's a seventeen thousand dollar ball pit, which it really wasn't. Um, but the seventeen thousand dollar thing was way more traumatic of an experience than the ball pit. The ball pit was just there, right? Like, mm. um, let's see, the ball pit, you know, because because as I mentioned, the the panelists looked pretty normal for conventions at the time. They also mm. mentioned that there would be a ball pit and it would be open at certain hours. I will note that it is not unprecedented for conventions to have a ball pit. 
Um, right. Anime Expo, as I recall, has a ball pit that you can like take photos of your cosplay in. Um, that's a pretty decent size. It's not huge, but I think when we heard ball pit at a convention, like we assumed it would be like the size of Anime Expo's ball pit, right? Um, we were not expecting <laughs> inflated kiddie pool <laughs> with balls, <laughs> right? Robert, but, Robert, do you have a, do you have a photo of the of the very sad ball pit? Oh my I God. do not just yet. Up. Hold on. But you just Google Dashcon ball pit. It's so easy to find. Yeah. Like what a what a. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like that that photo. Oh my god. Okay, so the picture to the right of it. The picture to the right of it is the one that one with with the Homestucks playing in it. Yes, that was how it looked for most of like Friday. I would say while it was inflated because people there weren't there wasn't a ton to do on Friday and so people did actually play in it. Right. People were just kind of like, fuck, might as well, you know, <laughs> right? And that, and I think one of the fucking 4chan videos is, like, the dude harassing these people and, and just, like, you know, saying death to Israel or whatever the fuck, you know. But people yeah. people were, like, people were trying to make some fun out of it for most of the time that was inflated. Um, the infamous picture of it just looking like the picture of desolation was, like, yes. maybe a couple of hours before it was deflated and put away, right? So the convention, this was after the $17,000 thing, after everyone had lost their enthusiasm for the convention, um, shortly before it was deflated and put away. It did not, you know, <laughs> it was it was not this fucking sad looking the entire convention. Granted, it's pretty fucking sad looking to begin with, but people did actually try and use it, right? Um, and, it's there, and, might as well. Yes, and yeah. um, the piss thing, I'm like 99% sure that's a 4chan meme, right? Like, wait, 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 yeah. what... The piss me. The oh, piss yeah. So okay, so it was a it was a rumor going around like social media posts while Dashcon was running, but then mm. like even even after that, it was sort of a meme about the ball pit was that somebody pissed in it. But like you know, here's the thing because because the ball pit was such a feature of fascination while the convention was running, um, you know, it was it was filmed like most of the time people were playing in it, like. I am 99% sure nobody ever pissed in it. That was like a joke to make it seem like Dashcon was even more of a colossal fuck up than it was, right? And it's like I right. saw the the ball pit a couple times. I didn't play in it myself, but like the the times that I saw it, it wasn't fucking wet, right? Like you'd think if somebody right. pissed in it, there's like, no visual disgust would, of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like those balls would shine, right? And you would <laughs> you would hear about people. You know, you wouldn't hear somebody piss in the ball pit. You'd hear like, oh my god, I got in the ball pit and I got all wet and now I smell like piss. You know, like. There was none of that. I I swear to God, I'm 99% sure that's that's a meme, right? Um, yeah. What else? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, another another thing about the Welcome to Night Vale walking, right? Is because they couldn't refund any of us because they had no money to refund any of us. They basically said um people who had tickets to Welcome to Night Vale after they walked um would be compensated with an extra hour in the ball pit, right? Mind you, nobody had mm-hmm. ever been tracking, like, anybody's time spent in the ball pit because nobody spent that much fucking time because how much time are you going to spend in there? It's not that amusing. Um, right. <laughs> so, like, an extra hour in this, like, tiny, like, sad ball pit that, like, nobody was tracking the time spent in it to begin with, in in lieu of, like, real actual money that we'd spent on this convention, that was a joke, right? That was a fucking right. joke. Um, so, that's, so that's where the phrase extra hour in the ball pit came from. <laughs> <laughs> uh like it's just 
It's so wild to me that they thought that was like a justifiable thing. I don't know. I think they just it's had so... nothing else to give, right? They had nothing else to give. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, if you watch that Sarah Zed video in and other videos or, or articles like, trying to explain it, it was very slapped together, and they didn't know what yeah. the hell they were doing. And the person actually trying to make it in a convention and make it pull everything together was constantly being sidelined. Like I think her name was Roxanne, and just just. Mm. Yeah. So much right. so much, like, being... shit being heaped on her from the other organizers who were right. revealed to be more more or less con on our artists and was revealed that one of them was in jail or in prison for shoplifting. Um Before that's one this. of the charges. Yeah. yeah but Well it, it really much it really does seem and, and again like we talked about it with Magfest, it does seem like it was a case from the even the organizer side of like an abuse of power and like people who are older like I'm going to say this as a as a 34 year old man now. <laughs> I can't think of any reason I would run, like like a I guess the equivalent right now would be like a TikTok con. Like, there would be nothing <laughs> yeah. for me to to run that for, right? Because like right. I do, I don't know that generation. I think it would be like it'd be very abusive, and yeah, I think I could make money off of doing a TikTok con, which. Like, hey, let's do a TikTok club. We can make money, but like, it, there, it, there's something like there's a weird pervasive, pervasive like look at it. And in the Sarah Zed video, like they talked about, like uh, Roxanne was younger. I think she would have been closer she, to your age. Yeah, so yeah, nineteen twenty. So she yeah. was she was nineteen yeah. at the time, right? And so, right. so here's another thing: is like why, like after after the seventeen thousand dollar roundup, after after it became clear that this convention was like a colossal fuck up, right? All of the communication that we saw from the staff was from Roxanne. It was not from those older convention organizers, right? So and, and so for, or whatever, you yeah. know, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm. But like um and Roxanne, you know, was nineteen, so as far as we are concerned, she was one of us, and she was like like crying because because her convention had just gone so fucking sideways. I mean we saw and she posted like pictures of her crying and, and like it seemed like heartfelt and genuine that she was that she was actually like like legitimately sad that her convention had just like just fucking tripped on a banana and fallen on its face right and so like me and like a good contingent of the the convention goers like thought she was like very genuine and that she was upset that this had happened and all that but it didn't jive with the actual like actions of the convention organizers you know such as like obfuscating the fact that the convention couldn't pay for any of its shit you know that that night vale had like had had uh, tried to like organized that they would be paid up front and that Dashcon didn't didn't realize that they were actually serious about that or whatever the fuck happened that all that all like the financial fuck ups had been like concealed from the con goers up until this point right like Roxanne's mm. seeming heartfeltness didn't jive with what we were experiencing right and so some a lot of us wanted to be like sympathetic towards Roxanne but like it was just kind of like but we what, you know what how can we explain how how the fuck this happened then? Like if this if this right. you know teen if this teenager is responsible for like what looks to all and sundry like a scam, then I you know two and two don't don't come together, right? I don't get it. And right. and that's it's literally it was literally a mystery to me until until that Sarah Zed video basically. So here would be my question. Yeah. Obviously, it's been such a long time since. I mean, Tumblr's not even a thing. Technically, yes, it is. It is, but it's. It, is it? It is. Like it's. Like, I I still have an active Tumblr to this day. It's gone okay. through. It's gone through many changes. Um, and here's here's the thing about Tumblr, is yeah, 
2013. Yeah, in 2013, Yahoo bought Tumblr for 1.1 billion. But here's the thing: they didn't really, they didn't really do much. I think um, the most recent big change was that Tumblr um, banned porn effectively. Now, yes. here's the thing about me, right? Is that I never use Tumblr for porn, right? Mm. You know, call me a prude, whatever you want. But my my Tumblr experience did not change a single inkling, right? Like. Right, um, right, right. So, you, so the contingent of Tumblr users who use Tumblr for fan bullshit, or just memeing, or whatever is mostly now what I do, um, and mm. didn't use it very much for porn, the experience is not like entirely dissimilar from the experience in 2014, right? And that's mm. sort of the thing too is the the age group, the the, the demographic of Tumblr have sort of aged with it, basically. Like it's not right. it's not like Facebook where it started out being college kids and ended up being boomers, right? It's like you know, the, the people who found their home on Tumblr have not all left. And the people that are that right. are left are a lot of the same people who remember this shit happening. You know, like, mm. I regularly, to this day, see posts about, like, you know, raise your hand if you've been on Tumblr for close to a decade, right? And they have thousands and thousands of notes. Um, because mm. that's the main contingent of the user base anymore. Um, I think, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, right, like... The, the sort of the sort of epochs of Tumblr culture, right? We're like exceedingly positive, very like, you know, we're all friends. We all the same fandoms from, you know, 2011, probably before that, but 2011, 2014. After DashCon, it becomes more of sort of like a negative place. Like this is a hell site. None of you people can get along. You know, there's like mm. none of we couldn't even organize a convention. There's like all these sort of like fandom wars and stupid discourse and shit. Um, but like in in sort of like the last maybe couple of years maybe maybe shorter than that because the pandemic has sort of messed with my sense of time but people seem mm. like the, the the remaining contingent of tumblr users seem to be of the opinion that like tumblr's a stupid fucking website right but you know like you you can very much curate your your dashboard like and it's True. not it's not um it's not subject to the same algorithms that twitter and facebook are like tumblr the mm. the programmers of tumblr are so like notoriously like inept that they like either inept or non-caring that they have not really pushed any specific algorithms to show you which specific posts they want to show you you only you only get the posts that your followers post um so it's not it's cur it's content curated exclusively exclusively by you and the people that you follow and you can be as anonymous as you want there's nothing connecting it to your real name you you can you know the, the only thing connecting it to your real name is like what you decide to put on there yourself um so if you like, and here that's this is what I've been doing for nigh on ten years. If you like, you can just sit there and make your your little dipshit internet scrapbook and never talk to anybody anonymously for ten years, right? And it's it's in a way it's dumb, but it's in a way it's a lot more ther therapeutic of a social media experience than Twitter or Facebook or Reddit either. You're, you're not inundated with ads, and it's it's, it's yes. it hasn't changed at all in, in over a yeah, decade. The, it feels like. Oh my and god. Like yeah, it, it, and the it, ads, the ads are not invasive, but also they're when you do get ads because they're very easily blocked. But when you do get ads, they're so fucking silly that you can't tell them from shit posts, right? <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Like the last ad I remember seeing en masse was like, like a picture of a piece of bread with and and somebody was pouring vinegar on it, and then the caption just said, "My wife keeps telling me to pour vinegar on bread in the garbage can," right? And it's like, right. what the fuck are you advertising? <laughs> <laughs> like, and that was it. And it's like, I I could choose to click on that out of morbid curiosity, but I could just as also appreciate it for, like, this shitpost snapshot that it is. And that was the last ad I remember seeing on Tumblr, right? 
<laughs> like no yeah. mobile games, no like sponsored ads, nothing. Just like my wife keeps telling me to put on vinegar on bread in the garbage can. <laughs> yeah, not uh, what's that fucking AFK arena? Yeah, no, none of that shit. And there <laughs> never has been any of that shit. So, you know, say what you will about Tumblr, it's it's still chugging. It's not what it once was, and it's basically a contingent of users who've been there forever and just know that it's a dumb website. But, eh. Yeah, it, it, it has been the the cockroach of, of social media sites throughout yes. the years, where it's like you can't kill it, no matter how like unprofitable it is. Like it, it's still going to be there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Bobby has opened a Wapo article that says in 2013 it was bought by Yahoo by for 1.1 billion, and then in August uh, 2019 it was bought for three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, I remember so that. yeah, so so like it's. I mean, you know, if here's the thing, it's like the 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 various owners that it's had through the years have completely failed to monetize it, right? But that's mm-hmm. a good thing for its user base, arguably. Yeah. Because they if they've completely failed to monetize it, like it's not, <laughs> it's not the worst place to go to just have like uninterrupted shit posting time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're about to get a very famous. Um... A very famous and well-liked uh, individual to join Tumblr now that he has been excised from Facebook. No, he's and, not. And... He doesn't know what Tumblr is. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, Tumblr... Well, okay, I will say, like, Tumblr... I mean, Tumblr, since 2014, the very least... Actually, honestly, before that, because I remember it being this way in 2011, um, has always been the the haven of like i said like ostracized queer kids who mm-hmm. are very adamant that like this you know this is their space this is where they can be themselves um and like fuck off anybody who wants to exclude them from it and there are regularly like discourse wars about who's excluding who from whom you know never mind right. never mind that these are like by and large people who you know are are very like queer friendly and who you know, would not exclude each other other from the spaces in real life. What, I'm not what is get the it. MAGA gift sets right. on Tumblr look like? There isn't one, yeah. is what I'm saying, though. There isn't yeah. one, because, you know, these people would be screamed off in an instant, right? Because I'm just saying, like, what if you just go on there, it's like, here's my new fursona, it's a, it's a, it's a giant bull, because the America oh don't no. have the full bull. <laughs> I am the one who brought, brought it back to a bull market, thank you. God. Please upvote, upvote my post. Upvote, uh, <laughs> upvote. <laughs> <laughs> upvote. Go on fellow Tumblr users. Jesus, go on <laughs> Tumblr and ask for upvotes from your fellow, from, for your like Nazi bull persona. Incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. I have so. the most notes, the most notes than any other president <laughs> has ever been made. Very yeah. huge. They also Obama on Tumblr. I'm, I'm yeah. Obama. I guess I guess he was, but I don't Fuck. think he ever used his his blog for anything of import, you know. It's just kind of <laughs> like some intern was asked to make a Tumblr and and they did, but I don't think it was very well right. followed or did anything yeah. really notable. Um, I mean, I would love to know what Barack Obama's thoughts are on the sh- the ships from Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would like I would love to know that. Uh, <laughs> Oh is, my is god. Is he a Moriarty is he a Moriarty Sherlock guy or is he oh, a home Sherlock oh guy? Oh my That's, god. We need to know this. Oh my this. god. Oh my god. What, <laughs> <laughs> what was this thought? What was this thought about the end of Supernatural? We need to know this. <laughs> oh, this was another fucking thing. So like get it get away from Dashcon but more in like modern Tumblr culture. And we can go back to Dashcon if you like. But mm. the the most recent like fun Tumblr times that we had, right? Were the were the end of Supernatural. 
because people remembered because this is the same fucking contingent of people that's been on there since 2011 um because this yeah. same contingent of people remember being so into supernatural and sherlock and doctor who in high school that when supernatural finally ended they were like first some of them were like kind of like oh shit the show this show <laughs> this show's still going or like you know some some of them had been watching it the whole time um some of it had never watched it but had just remembered being inundated in that culture um, and just remembered some of it by osmosis, right? That when Supernatural finally ended, it was an event on Tumblr, right? Because, and especially because, like, this was also happening, as you may remember, during the U.S. election, while we were all waiting for the results about who was going to be president. Like, everyone's, like, sitting there twiddling their thumbs, just, like, doom-scrolling and being anxious. Meanwhile, Supernatural has apparently ended, and the main ship that everyone had been shipping for, like, ten years, at least. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> this show, this show started in the Bush administration, so I don't know, maybe closer to 15 years. I don't know. Anyway, um, finally was made canon, but then they killed off one of the characters, and he goes, he goes, I kid you not, to Turbo Hell, <laughs> right? And so, <laughs> and so, people, people are joking, like about like I have not felt this alive on Tumblr since Dashcon, <laughs> right? <laughs> because like. Suddenly, you know, suddenly a, a fucking ship on Supernatural is relevant again. Um, you know, well, no, not even since Dashcon, but since 2012, because that was also um, a, a U.S. election year and also some Supernatural shit was going on, I guess. Um, like, they're just joking about, like, you know, everyone twiddling their thumbs and suddenly the tension is broken by uh, the, the angel guy confesses his love to one of the brother twins that are always fighting the monsters and then like is immediately sucked into turbo hell because I guess one of the plot points was that the angel guy was cursed to never be happy. And the second that he's actually happy, he goes to turbo hell. And so he's finally happy because he confesses his love. Um, but he, it's, it, <laughs> it's taken away from him because, um, because of a plot point of sev from several episodes ago that I think some people had honestly forgotten. Barrier um, gaze, just, but it's okay. They're, yes! they're, they're happy now. Well, I, I don't know. I guess I maybe they got resurrected because there was an episode <laughs> later where I guess they go to heaven and the car is also there, which implies that cars can go to heaven. <laughs> like, but like, it's honestly not I mean, that's from the hit. I was like, that's from the hit Don Bluth movie. All, all cars go to heaven. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but you know, but it's like it's such a joke because people invested so much money into the or not money, time, maybe money, but time primarily into the idea that one day maybe these two white men will fuck, right? And it's like, but since then, since the days of people kind of forgetting about the this ship, um, and since even like getting even better like queer representation on television, like people have gotten so much more than the crumbs of two white men eye fucking each other that by the time it finally happens that the angel guy confesses his love to the other guy, it doesn't matter <laughs> that they fucking sent him to hell immediately because it's like we have better shows. <laughs> we have shows with better gay representation than the shit we survived off in high school, you know, like. And so like it just, so it's like it's it's it, it seems sort of like casually homophobic in a way that they would tear apart this relationship immediately but it's like people have better things that they can do and it's just like you just have to right. laugh at how dumb this is I don't know <laughs> uh, what well, it's just it's so I'm I I just love that there is a part of the the internet that is like it is so foreign to me but not shitty right like like 4chan <laughs> is foreign to me yeah, but that's because it's a piece of shit, and I don't ever want to deal with it. <laughs> but Tumblr, like, it does seem like that's a it's a nice safe haven. That's 
everywhere else. Uh, what I, I wanted to preface that question earlier with. Sorry. Let's say. Oh no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I do want to know that Tumblr is still a viable thing because yeah. that makes this question even more relevant. Uh, so, would you go to a DashCon too? <laughs> Well, okay, so I'd really have to know who the organizers are, right? Um, I'd, I would really, really have to know who the organizers are, obviously. Um, I have to think about this. Well, because, like, what's entailed in a DashCon 2? Because if it's if it's run, like, a legitimate convention, like a... Like, I guess I guess VidCon is, like, a YouTube th- convention, and that seems legitimate. Uh, granted, like, you know, the YouTube personalities are way more famous than anyone on Tumblr ever was. Um, so Wait, that's probably a bigger Hold on, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I, so are you seeing this too? I, oh, oh. What? What? Four Chan has got noticed that Cloudflare is removing them from their services. It's Nazi Ragnarok. Four is off the internet. <laughs> oh my I'm god! I'm so sorry. Tumblr's that is so perfect right now. Fuck. Four is gone. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Tumblr victorious. What a day. <laughs> what a day. Oh. oh, man. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I did not mean to interject with this, but it was just so perfect. Fortune. Uh, Jesus. Oh, high mobility. Got took it off the internet. Oh, it's so beautiful. Tumblr is truly oh. a cockroach. I swear to God. Follow-up question. Is uh, 8chan still up? Because that's that yeah, one play yeah, that face is like one. that one's worse. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, but it's like somehow that's the Japanese one, so we don't really care yeah. about this. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> uh, that's some random dude in the Philippines hosting it, yeah, hosting all that child I mean, it's, still, it's still I don't know. It's still the basis for like a bunch of bad shit that happens in the U.S. But whatever. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Ah, four chan, get fucked. Oh, lol. Man. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I say I say ask that question about uh, DashCon two. The, the oh, the that's right, that was the question. Yes, uh, yeah. Because I what I I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about. Don't organize a convention. <laughs> I've been thinking about. I want to. I want to do a convention, and I want to <laughs> do DashCon two. Oh my god, you're fucking with me. Uh, I mean, okay, well, okay, if UTL organized it, right, I trust yes. UTL more than these, like, strangers that organized it the first time. Um, like, if you extort me for money, I'm gonna be pissed, I'll say that. <laughs> like, right, no, I understand, I understand that. <laughs> um, I don't know, because, like, what would be the axe? Would we, would we actually get a Night Vale live show? I mean, they're probably really expensive by now, but... I think you have to do that, though, right? Like, if you're yeah. gonna do... DashCon be... 2, the second DashCon. <laughs> you have to do Night Enter the Night Vale. I think, as though, if we're going to do a DashCon, right now we are booking DashCon 2. <laughs> this is what we're doing as a group. Yeah. I so, think you get them. Yeah, you get, um, you get Night Vale. You, you get, yes. you actually get Steam Power Giraffe. And you get Time Crash, the band that replaced them. They're not, like, nearly as famous as Steam Power Giraffe were. And I don't know where they went after this. But they, you know, kudos to them for showing up and playing the fucking music. Get them too. Right. Um, right. They can, they can open for Steam Power Giraffe or whatever. Uh, um, you get, you, have, you get, a, you get a supernatural, right? Like you have to get, <laughs> you get one, one of the supernatural. supernatural. <laughs> what's the supernatural? What the fuck? Sam are those guys doing? Sam, Sam Ordeed. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, you get the car. You get the car. You get the car. We have the car here at DashCon Two, the second DashCon. <laughs> yeah, the uh, we car's get the car. in, the, in the hall next to the ticket booth. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I think you have to get Rebecca Sugar. 
Yes. Right? You have to like, no, I think no- Noelle Stevenson. Both of them, I think. Yeah. Yes. But especially Noelle Stevenson, because she she was there. She crashed on Night Vale's hotel room couch after they locked her out of her room because they couldn't agree over whether she was supposed to pay or the Dashcon staff was supposed to pay. She thought they were. and But the hotel was like, no, you're not paid up. And so they locked her out of her fucking room. So she crashed on Night Vale's couch. So Noelle Stevenson should, should be there. Um, Doug Jones should be there. The guy that does all of the really cool, like, uh, prosthetics and mocap and like every Guillermo del Shape of Water guy. Yeah. The fucking fish man. He was there. Doug Jones. I forgot to mention this in the rest of the podcast, but Doug Jones was there during the time. He's crash a fucking concert. bro. He was a sweetheart. He like, because this was also after the $17,000 thing. Like he, he like he, I mean, he was offering like free hugs, but not as a creepy thing. Like everyone yeah, just yeah, wanted yeah. to hug him. Yes. Because yeah, because they love him and because they actually did want to hug him, right? So it wasn't creepy. He was just being a sweetheart. And to this day, every like every account that I hear of somebody meeting Doug Jones in person is like, yeah, Doug Jones is a total sweetheart and we love him. Um, super genuine. So, um, like, I, I got a little worried. Every time I see Doug... What? I'm sorry. Every time I, every time I see Doug Jones, I think, I think everyone's talking about Doug Walker. <laughs> like, why would you want him to come back? No, 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 no. Like, this man is taller. This man does not have a goatee. This man is not some um, extorting uh, creators online. Nope. Nope. All he does, all he does is show up and he puts on the fucking mocap balls and he rules. We love him. Uh, yeah. What? Who else? Uh, the Baker Street Babes. They're they're kind of they're like they're like a, a Sherlock podcast. Um. Oh yeah, and that's that's another thing I didn't get to talk about is uh they they ran a live panel at which me and Z attended because Z was into Sherlock a lot, and that's another thing I did there. Mm-hmm. I I watched all of Sherlock because it wasn't a ton of content to watch and show, and so I don't know. Name redacted. I don't know if you can edit that. Name redacted. Mm-hmm. My sister wanted me to do a uh, sibling cosplay, and so we were like the female version of uh Sherlock and Mycroft is who we cosplayed while we were there. Um, and so we showed up at the at the live panel, and there was sort of a quiz section and a Q&A section. Um, and name, name Redacted asked a question um, that, you, like, you can hear her voice on a recording of the podcast that is online to this day. Um, mm. And the Baker Street Babes were another group of, uh, like, big-name fans or, like, you know, honored guests or whatever who were supposed to have their hotel room paid and didn't. And they have a whole blog post about that that people can look up if they want. So they should be there. Um, I don't. I don't know that you know the the world at large. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that they're like as famous as, as some of the other folks that we have on our guest list here. But they they deserve yeah. it. You know they deserve a seat of honor. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think this this has to be this has to be the what's call it. This has to be like the Tumblr con, and <laughs> I think you have to put it in there. I think. Uh, are the McElroy Tumblr people? Um, so they're popular on Tumblr, but I don't think they were involved in this. I don't think I don't think Amim and, yeah. and colleagues but, were 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 no, very popular with Tumblr at this time. And I don't think they this, were. But I'm talking about now. Like, they we, are now. Should we intro, Should we put the tum, Should we put them? So I think they would be a big t- draw for Tumblr folks if you were to put. You know, you know what the fuck Tumblr users like now, or they liked they liked a couple years ago at least. I don't know if they still like it, but they really love the Adventure Zone, especially episodes one through sixty. They fucking oh, love yeah. the Adventure oh. Zone because it's the same deal the as Night Vale. The- <laughs> It's the same deal as Night Vale, where you can draw fan art of what you think the characters look like, and people love to do the same mm-hmm. thing with Taco Taco the Wizard, as they did with right. Cecil Baldwin the narrator of Night Vale. So 
people would love that if you t if you called the McElroys in and you said, hey, for DashCon 2, we want you to do an episode of the Adventure Zone Balance. People would love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to say, it's like, no. If, look, if, is Travis the DM for it? Then we don't want it. Just throw it out. <laughs> Just throw it away. Ah. Uh, uh, fucking, I, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I'll, I'll be the one to say it. Yeah, I don't have to say it. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I was never a fan of the the newest arc of Adventure Zone. And I I'm haven't listened to it. Eagerly, I am eagerly waiting for for Griffin to take it back. Uh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. I bounced off it not even because it was bad, just because I never got even. I never got around to it. I think I think I was midway through listening to the the one where they they fuck around and they they hunt cryptids in the in the Allegheny Forest, which is funny to me. Uh, yeah. And they. I got midway through that one and the pandemic happened and then I had a bunch of like new shit to listen to and then I never <laughs> caught up with it. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it doesn't matter because the Tumblr people love the, love the balance arc. They love the first 60 episodes. Right. I don't think they care as much about the other ones. <laughs> right. Uh, this is, man, what a, what a time. What a time. I feel like we if had we, to talk of... <laughs> sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go I was going to say, you know, um, I feel like if you were to, if you were to, Okay, that that'd be obviously the guest list for Dashcon too. I feel mm -hmm. like I feel like you would you'd still you'd have to get a ball pit, but it would have to be huge and it would have to rule. I oh I think yeah. we get a, a humongous a ball big pit. fucking ball pit. And and I think instead of the seventeen thousand dollar roundup, I think what you do is you have a big rave on Friday night in a ballroom and you have like fake dollars flying around. <laughs> yes. That's what you do. Right, and then and then you find as many people who will admit to having gone to DashCon as you can, and you invite them to this convention. And then we relive the good times, and that's how you make DashCon too. I think. <laughs> good times uh, in air quotes. <laughs> good times. Um, um, you know, you know what isn't good times. Um, I, 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 I this was in 2014 when all this um, took place. Yeah. Um, you know the thing that just just never occurred to me until just like putting two and two together. So Dashcon was literally like a, a week before, like the the um, oh, what you would, what you would call it, the the um, gears turning for GamerGate. Yes, I think I wrote that in my notes as well. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, yeah, so this this was sort of like a this is sort of like a microcosm of like the the dichotomy of the internet at the time is like, you know, I, I mentioned the word Tumblrina, right? That was that was yeah. sort of a pejorative word that was that was come up for for people who use Tumblr as their sort of like main. I don't know, like internet outlet versus like, you know, 4chan and people who like to make fun of Kotaku and stuff um, because that was sort of the main, like if Tumblr was sort of like the main internet hangout for like young geeky girls and queer kids, um, then what, what very swiftly became Gamergate right after was a big draw for like young geeky straight boys, right? This is my. This is a huge oversimplica oversimplification, obviously. Mm -hmm. But this, these, these couple few weeks in 2014, just very, like, like drew a very specific line between like the dichotomy of internet cultures at the time. So it was a very, uh, yeah, just very weird period in internet history. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just yeah. I mean, it sucks. Like this is like I think this is, wow, this is like around when I was on my way out, like. Just like in our own personal thing, like me and Robert worked at a very bad website um, <laughs> at this time. Um, um, this is where I, this I was, is, I was like hopping on or uh, in that yeah, period because like twenty sixteen like, was, I believe, was when I actually went to E three, and that was like the the final like, yeah, fuck this, I ain't, I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm I'm coasting. Yeah, no, because I think 2013, 2013, I think twenty fourteen is when I officially 
was like, hey, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, with this. But 2013 is like, like he says, when you first started, I think is when Steven started getting a little bit bigger uh, to, what's called, to, um, to, in, like, to, to bring in, like, some really shitty people uh, that well, he like, was going to, you know. Well, like, move. bringing people that, that, like, he thought he could trust, because, like, oh, wow, you're, you're really dedicated, like, you're, you're, you're devoted, and then, you know, slowly but surely, he was being removed, being yeah. sequestered in a corner and being voted out, out of the board of directors. Like, oh, my God. Like, literally, I, I was with, like, Steve, like Stephen was was driving us in, in L.A. and it was me and Quinn in that car and, and he just wanted to tell us like just just like in person is like I don't know what the fuck is going on and it, it, it was just detailing like, like everything going on or, or like like he, he was just be, just being pushed aside from from, from his uh, charity that he started right but it was just oh. fucking uh, madness yeah uh, the. But uh, it's just such a weird time in the internet. Uh, I don't know if we can do DashCon 2, the sequel to DashCon. That is the full name of uh, the The sequel's thing. never good as an original. Uh, I'm sorry. It would be very expensive. And if, you, if you, had to do, you had to do it right, you have to have all your money up front. That's the problem. Yes, 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 yes. You, you need to find someone who has but, a lot of fuck you money. Yes. Right. Hey, you know, there's a potential. Just put it all in the DashCon fund. <laughs> All of this in the DashCon. It's like, what do you do with all your money? I made a new DashCon. <laughs> it is it is amusing to me that DashCon, and the ball pit especially, is sort of a unique symbol, symbol of failure. It's like an icon of colossal failure and desolation. It's so funny to me when I see that because I just get like flashbacks every time I see that fucking ball pit. Um, right. But, you know, people people reference DashCon when you know, people people compared like pictures of the ball pit to pictures of the, the desolation and the... The sort of like cheap shit that was given to the guests at Fire Festival. The the, um, the, the styrofoam box, uh, like uh, the the salad yeah, that like they got. Cheese, yeah. yeah, the one slice of cheese the, on the, the one slice sandwich. of bread and whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, um, there was there was this tweet that I dug up for the 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 outline that I have here for this podcast um, about when the Tulsa Trump rally happened and people didn't go either to like either because of the coronavirus or because. A bunch of like K-pop fans bought up all the tickets. Whichever of those two things happened, probably both. Mm-hmm. Um, that people compared it to the Dashcon ball pit, um, and it was retweeted by the uh, the guy that writes Night Vale, um, Cecil Baldwin, the narrator, um, and the and it was liked by Noel Stevenson, right? And so people just look at this chain of interaction with this tweet, um, and they and they. <laughs> And like somebody took a screenshot of Noel Stevenson liking Cecil Baldwin's retweet of, um, I think Jeffrey Craner is the writer. Jeffrey Craner has posted these two pictures side by side, and they basically say like this is a recreation of that hotel room in DashCon in 2014, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Because it was you know because it was those people who all crashed on a couch in 2014 after not being paid by this this sort of like colossal failed convention, and so to see. To see people joking about this, um, <laughs> just whenever whenever there is supposed to be a large gathering of people that doesn't turn out the way it was planned, mm-hmm. it was like funny to them and to me. You know, I can I I can link you this tweet, Bobby. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> now, like w- when comparing Fire Festival to DashCon, like I I have far more sympathy to DashCon because yeah. like it was just like a rinky dink like convention that, that that like people from Midwest 
in that region we're just going to thinking like yeah this is gonna be great it, it isn't like right. a series I... of like influencers spending like eons and eons of money to go to this like exclusive yes. events or like you have to be a certain level of of, of of fame and notoriety and the ability to throw throw so much money around like make, make, like you you sneeze and you, and you and you and you like toss out like five thousand dollars like that yeah. that kind of stuff like like it's great to see because there, there's a class element with that but with this it's, it's just yeah. like yeah this is literally just a bunch of teenagers right, right yeah I have way more sympathy for teenagers getting ripped off than a bunch of rich folks <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> So that's, oh no, Sarah. That's that's what I, that's what I was. That thing you just shared us is what I was. Yep. Uh, looking at. Yep. Earlier. Yep. Oh no yep. no. Oh no wait. Sorry, I clicked the wrong. I clicked the wrong link. I clicked Robert's link. Yeah, it's like Oops. like yeah. I saw that. Uh, oh yeah. I see. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> In my life is foul completion. Yeah. Um, it's it's such a weird thing. This DashCon had such a potential. Like I said. The good thing is, like, it hasn't stopped conventions. Like, this wasn't the thing that broke conventions. No. And I, I really do hope that everyone who's went to DashCon got to go to a real convention. Yeah. Got to got with your internet friends, oh like, for real, for real. Yeah. Um, I think we mostly did. There was this, oh, my God, this one girl. I, I just remember this one girl. We, on Sunday morning, we went to, like, a Star Trek roundtable where the Star Trek cosplayers, like, showed up and took a picture together. And I, I had, like, a little, like, red shirt dress. Um... Um, like, like Uhura or like the, the girl with like the basket weave hair in the original series. Um, that was my cosplay for Sunday. And there was this other girl who had a similar dress. It was so funny. Like there were, there were like four or five of us in the same dress with like the same, like red manicured nails. It was so great. But this one girl basically said this was her first convention. And I felt so fucking sorry for her. (laughs) So, so I think that girl and I, like we followed each other after that. I don't, I think she's probably changed her URL since then because it's been, you know, six and a half years. But I hope she did get to go to a real convention after that. I certainly have, and I had before then, so I wasn't as devastated. But I was, and she, she told me, she actually told me, she was like, you know, this wasn't that bad. And I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. You've been fed, fed shit so all your low. life. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that any convention you'll go to after this will be better. But I hope you do go to a real one. <laughs> At some point, AMA request DashCon attendee. Ooh, how old was how old ago was that? <laughs> I remember answering questions about it on my Tumblr account after I six after years ago. Do you oh, have a copy of the Yeah. Okay. No one cares about this anymore. Did you donate? Oh yeah. These are all questions that I answered basically already. Did you? What was the actual attendance? Yeah. What were your? Yeah, six years ago. I remember answering questions on my Tumblr account, but obviously at the time there were more active Tumblr users who had been to DashCon right. on Tumblr to answer right. questions. And so I, I couldn't dig up any of my old posts about it, sadly, but I think most of the stuff I wrote about, I do remember. So it's not probably a great loss. DashCon, what a, <laughs> what an event for a generation. Um, and as now you guys become the olds, uh, something that has to be told it, it happens like look that is not too far from being 10 years old you guys are now oh, the olds yeah. uh yep we are so we are about as old does, as as those organizers were though those uh con artists <laughs> organizers were <laughs> those yeah, well, literal pieces I think they of were, shit they were either pushing 30 or in their 30s and we're pushing 30 no, the, now they're late 20s the, the, the no no the uh, guy was like my age fuck like he yeah. was like 34 really okay time. 
Okay, so yeah. I have some more years to get to there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. Okay, look, I I'm get sorry. that I'm old. I said some more years. I didn't say how many. <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, so uh, Sarah, do you have anything you want to promote other than don't go to DashCon? Don't go to <laughs> Like go back in time and don't go to DashCon. <laughs> Invest in time machines. Um, I do not. Um, I will say, like, don't try. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I it what, just popped up, okay? I, I just saw the event list. Oh no! For... Okay, so so one of the okay, uh, so Bobby Bobby just the Omega verse. Yeah, one of the panels on the <laughs> the panel list that Bobby just clicked on it says, "Can you not not spelled like a, a sailor's knot?" Shall we say, exploring the mm -hmm. Omega verse, an eighteen plus panel. I did not attend this one. However, if you want <laughs> an in depth um, explanation of what the Omega verse Omega verse is, watch Lindsay Ellis's like three hour movie documentary. <laughs> Can we get Addison? Can we get Addison Kate? Yeah. Okay, okay, Jesus. look. Tumblr 2, I mean, Dash God 2. Can't call it Tumblr God. Dash God 2. Dash God 2. The, retu the, the return to Dash God. The sequel to Dash God. Can we get Addison Kane as our keynote computers. speaker? <laughs> I I think we need to get Addison Kane as our, our, as our keynote speaker. Who, who else? She. She I don't know that so she was active on Tumblr, but it's like I guess I guess the Omega the Omegaverse to be fair is something Tumblr cares about, even if they don't care about Addison Kane per se. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. So Addison Kane writes heterosexual Omegaverse. Tumblr cares about gay Omegaverse. Right. I don't know how popular this would be. It might be an a, 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 like a morbid curiosity to most like Tumblrites, but you know saying, I I don't I don't look I I'm not looking to make the greatest Tumblr convention because I can't. <laughs> I'm looking for chaos. 2021, <laughs> choose chaos. I want Addison Cage shitty ass to go up there and talk her bullshit and to get drowned out by everyone in the Omegaverse <laughs> who was there for actual Omegaverse, not just het bullshit. That's what I'm looking you, you, for. You want some like social experiments type, type shit oh from like god. fallout shelters, huh? Oh my god. Yes, I do. Uh. I, I want it to... Oh my god! They took the quartering off Twitter! They took the what? <laughs> they took the quartering off Twitter! Nazi Ragnarok! <laughs> the quartering is like the world... He's like the world's biggest Nazi on Twitter. He's a piece of shit. Oh good, well fucking him Oh then. my... Oh my... <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> what a great day. I think the DashCon podcast did this. We resurrected the ghost of another amusing disaster in order to bring about, like, we're, what we're doing is sort of a ritual for amusing disasters, right? We are manifesting into the universe that we want more, our, more of our disasters to be amusing instead of just depressing, right? <laughs> right. God, oh, that literally a, that's a, you know that's why I finally had the time to to finish my research on this and try and jog my memory and write everything down because I needed a distraction from the last few fucking days. So this uh, what a week, huh? What a week! <laughs> what a week! What, one week into twenty twenty one. What a week! What a year twenty twenty one. What a year, Robert. It's January. Uh, <laughs> There's literally, and it's only been eight days. <laughs> how, how much has happened in eight days? Oh, oh God. my God! Bean Dad was uh, this year. <laughs> Bean Dad was this year. Which one? Oh. There's two Bean Dads. There's there's Bean Dad, and then oh. there's Mr. Bean. Is he also? Who is a dad? another Bean Dad? Well, he's uh, he's he doesn't. 
What did he, he do this year? Care. Oh, he did something really well, boring, like, for, like uh, bemoan yeah, about cancel culture. Care for, yeah, he doesn't oh. care for your cancel culture, so oh, both well. be dead. They're all all beans are bad, <laughs> including the, Mr. Peanut. With peanuts are technically beans. All beans are bad. TL, no, no, no. Oh, you God. actually mean baby nuts? Don't don't forget. Oh yeah, that's his official you're right. name. Baby no, nut. baby nut <laughs> turned twenty one. He's his he's, name is nut, his he's legally nut legally able to drink nut. He's, he's, I think his full name is Mr. Nut Jr., which <laughs> is worse than Baby Nut. Don't check my card, Nut. <laughs> God. Fuck. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, Sarah, is there anything you'd like to promote? No. Uh, invest Invest in time machines. Don't, I don't know. I don't have any important social media online that people who listen to this podcast don't already know about, honestly. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't do anything of import that I need to promote, like, I, I reserve all of my, my promotional energies to you two. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Travis L. Foster, you can follow Robert at 23Breach on Twitter, uh, you can follow, I guess it's gonna be under the, the PNB Presents until I, you know, get off my ass and actually do my interview podcast. Like, bring back Fostering <laughs> Opinion or whatever we're calling this shit. Uh, bringing it back, like, fully in earnest. Uh, but, um, we do want to thank you guys so much. Um, I I do want to add a new ending, because this isn't P&B, where we, we do the whole, hope you fuck good, and I steal Robert's bit. <laughs> Every um, time! <laughs> it's always fun! It's never not fun! Um, I do want to say, um, it's 2021, it's the new year, as you guys can see I am in fully choose chaos. However, that doesn't mean um, if you can be nice to people, if you can respect people and their authorities. However, 2021, that racist piece of shit that you know that you put up with, you don't have to do it anymore. Because it's 2021, we choose chaos. <laughs> fuck them, tell them to fuck off. Hope you guys have a great one. Bye. Merry conjugal wishes. <laughs> <laughs>